untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. Oh, wow. Very good morning to every single one of you. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Untapped Talent with me, Sia Sangweni Finn, right here on cliffcentral.com. I love this. Every single weekday, I get to talk to you and I get to bring you the newest talent out there in the world in whatever shape, way or form it's in. So thank you so much for joining us and let's talk for the next hour. If you have anything to say, just call us 0861-555-189 or you can send us a message on our official account on WeChat. Our account's name is Cliff Central. So thank you very much to JP. He says he's listening live from Sydney for the very first time. He says he loves listening in live because there's music. And we don't have music on podcasts. Well, yummer. It's all the editing. So I don't know. I'm not a technical guy. I'm just here to talk to you. And then we're going to have a good time for the next hour or so. And so let's get straight into it. I have my very first guest in the studio. His name is Jay Boogie. What's up? What's up? What's up? How are you up? doing, Jay Boogie? I'm, I'm great in you, man. I'm, okay. Let's deal with the first thing. Yeah. You are a grown man with yeah. a name like Jay Boogie. Word. <laughs> Let's start with that. So what, where does the name Jay Boogie come from? Because you're a comedian by profession. Yes, yes. So was it like in your plans? What is Jay Boogie? Um, okay. Because you asked me this earlier on and I didn't want to tell you. My real name actually is Jordan. Ah. So, yeah. So I used to play basketball. So. And like Michael see, Jordan vibes. Yes. Okay. So my parents were like fans of him. Yeah. Uh, since he was like in high school. So they named me, uh, Jordan. And when I grew up, I played basketball. Yeah. And they started calling me Jay. And when I started doing ah. comedy, I added the boogie in that. So that's how. Like, do you Jay. dance in your skits? No? Yes? Yes, I do. Okay. Some <laughs> ch- no. <laughs> I don't do that, man. So a little birdie tells me your full name is J.T. Mazibogo. Yes, actually, is uh, Jordan Tebe Mazibogo. Ah, yes. I don't know. I was just about to say, like, the J.T. just, it's like very, Justin Timberlake vibes, just rolls off the tongue. It's like a superstar name. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look at me. Yo, yeah, wow. I mean, look at me. Jordan oh, also is very, very modest. Hey? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so listen, let's get straight in and get to know more about yeah. you. You've been doing comedy for like, about like four and a half years. Right. Um, and you said, you know, this is what struck me about you. You said, once you started getting embarrassed, you yeah. quit. Because yes. you say you've never had an off time or situation yeah. with the audience. You've never felt like you flopped. You never were like, okay, I'm done. Never doing this yeah. again. Like every, 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 every time you're on stage, like it's a challenge. Yeah. You know? And if you're going to give up on, on, on that, uh, I mean, it's only like about 20 minutes on stage. Uh huh. So if you're going to give up on that, I mean, you know, you, 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 you always have to keep your head up high and be confident about what you're doing. Yeah. Be confident about what you're going to be saying. Um, a lot of people, I mean, you like me. So a lot of things that you say, I'm going to say and you're going to like. So yeah, I never have that moment of embarrassment. Okay. So let's get back to it. Yeah. When did you realize like, okay, maybe I could pull off this little comedy thing. I'm kind of funny and yeah. I can be on stage. I think it was. I was about two months in my mom's womb. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, please, I'm please now. No, actually what happened is... Like, <laughs> I was uh, never good at like bio, <laughs> but I know. <laughs> no, I used to be um, I used to be a very funny kid. And people used to tell me that you're funny. Yeah. And uh, when, when, when I actually decided I wanted to do comedy was... Um, I was at... Um, I used to host uh, hip-hop sessions. Okay. And before an MC would come on, you know, I used to go 
down on them and 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 diss them, you know, or yeah. make fun of their song after they 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 come to the stage and I'll remix the song just on the spot. Yeah. So people will come after the show and like you know just go try a comedy, try a comedy, and one day. Um, a guy, uh, I don't know if you know him, um, Treasure Shabalala. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, he came to my house and he said, I want to oh, take that's casual. You. I wanna, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, it was some, somebody that I used to see all the time. Yeah. So he came to my house and he said, um, I, I want to show you something, uh, people who are just like you. And he took me to Ozone. And, and that's where there, you had your yeah, first show. That's where I had my first show. Actually, I didn't even want to go on. Even the, 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 the manager of the place didn't want me to go on. Uh-huh. But they needed somebody on stage just to fill the, the time because the comedian was not there. So How long was it? Because I'm just thinking that's daunting. It's one thing to stand up on stage, for example, to announce an act yeah. or to host an evening. Yeah. But when you say you are a comedian, because it's not only you now have nerves of like standing in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. The crowd now has expectations. Like, yeah. listen, bugger, you can't call yourself a comedian and I'm not going to ha ha he he. Yeah. So for you, how long was that and what went through your head there? Um, the, the guy asked me to do two jokes. Yeah. Um, actually they forced him. They uh, forced you. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got on stage and uh, I think 20 minutes later, uh, the crowd was like crazy. They didn't even want me to get off. Really? Uh, the guy that was supposed to perform. Actually came to me and get, paid me his money, and he's like, "I'm not gonna go on stage." Gave me a number to call. I called him, and ever since, Did it, was that the defining moment when you felt absolutely like comedy is for me, and this is what I'm definitely meant to do. Yeah, I, actually, I was not sure. I, I was, I I wanted to do it, but I was scared. Uh-huh. I was really scared of it, but you know, everything just fell into place. Every everything it was just just one step that I took and you know it's been a journey ever since and everything just fell into place well this is this is what I love about South Africa it's it's very diverse yeah. you know we are a very diverse country right. versus different parts of the world where you know it's one set yeah. or one type of person mm-hmm. or you know when you go up and you talk to people they can all relate yes in South Africa you have all this different cultures and religions and different communities yeah. and they all relate or to we different things. We are the same. Do, do you find that? Cause I was about to say when you start bringing up some, you know, reference your childhood mm-hmm. and someone who, you know, grew up similarly to you would find yeah. that funny. Yeah. How would someone in a totally different bracket, you know, how, how's that like dealing with a South African audience overall? Every, everything is, we all see the same things. We all go through the same things. Yeah. It's just that we, we receive them differently and we, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, or, or we react differently to them, uh-huh. but we, we we are all from we are all from one source. You know, we are all South Africans. Wow. You know, so we we you know that guy, the the, the nyaupe guy. You know, at the robot that yeah. you know that's yeah. got the yeah. squeeze bottle and and he wants to do your window exactly. You know, yeah. I see that all the time. You know, I know the the guys that beg on the street and they trying to manipulate us and they showing us their hunchback. I scratch it. You know, I'm like, hey, is this real? You know, and I drive off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's fun for me. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? So I, I do a whole lot of things. It's just that, like, we, we react differently. Uh-huh. You know, somebody will go, oh, that's so sad. You know, oh, that guy doesn't, doesn't have anything to eat. Uh-huh. You know, that guy's been there 
for for the whole day. He's yeah. probably got more than enough. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's just there because he enjoys being there. So that's what I see. You know. So that's a very refreshing take on on South Africa as an audience. Yeah. And how are we though moving on? Are we? Do we like to laugh at ourselves? Are we still conservative where you can? Laugh about certain things. You can yeah. make fun of certain things. You can bring, you can shine a light on certain topics, but we won't touch like, oh, let's not talk about sex. Or are we more open-minded as time goes on? We 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 are out there, you know. Uh, we we more open-minded than anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, there there's certain issues that um, like I touch on. Like I really touch on disabled people. You know, uh, if I was disabled, this is what I would do. You know, and, um, uh, I used to date a disabled girl. So, you know, I mean, is this I, a joke or are you being no, for Because I don't know what to do. Okay. On the rail. On the rail. Okay. And, you know, I learned how to talk like, like her. I learned other things like how they walk, things like that. Yeah. So, you know, when I do that and people see it, other people will feel like, oh shit, you know? Yeah. yeah excuse my French, but other people will be like, oh, this dude is really making fun of them. But, I mean, sometimes people laugh at their backs. Yeah. You, you know, when they move, oh, did you see how they walk? And then, but so you, if you, Yeah, so you definitely describe, like, your comedy style as raw and unapologetic. What yeah. you see is what you get. What's on my mind, I'll say. I'll say. It, no filter. Yeah, because everybody, we see things differently. We receive them differently. But it's all the same. You know, they, 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 Booked me for for a disabled gig, and disabled people were were happy. There, I love you, we love you, Jay It's like I love you too, but people, you, you know what I'm saying? It was. It That's Jay awesome. Boogie, people. You that is Jay Boogie. If you've just joined us right on Untapped Talents, it's me, Sia. Um, talking to comedian Jay Boogie, who is unapologetic. He's raw. What you see is what you get. And that's so it. that's what's getting started. So listen, let's start your midday, your, your midweek, right? Let's get that off on a good night. Wouldn't you say it's a good day? Yes, it is. It a is good a good day. day. So, good um, day. I'm all about exposing talent wherever right. it is in the world. And, mm-hmm. um, the voice is really quite a phenomenon, yes. right? All, all over the world. We have the voice USA and Australia yeah. and all over the world. Um, and I just stumbled on this guy recently. Mm-hmm. His name is, Daniel Griffin, and he's he just auditioned for The Voice in U.S. Yes, he's 23 years old from Nashville, um, in South Carolina, and basically he has a day job as an administrative assistant. Wow. There we go. Let's get over that word. But who knew? As soon as he steps onto stage, he actually has like flipping amazing talent. So this is Daniel Griffin, one of his blind auditions on The Voice U.S. I don't know why you think that you could own me when you couldn't get by by yourself. And I don't know who would ever want to tear the seam of someone's dream. Baby, it's fine. You said that we should just be friends. Well, I came up with that line, and I'm sure that is for the best. But if you ever change your mind, don't hold your breath when you said goodbye, my From smiling, they were drinking, then I'm buying, and I know it's no 
Daniel Griffin from The Voice US. Isn't that something? That's something. So he just recently auditioned, right? It's still the blind auditions. And um, this season we have Gwen Stefani, Adam Levine, um, Blake Shelton, and then Pharrell Williams as the The little judges slash mentors on The Voice. And they're actually all... Do you know the premise of The Voice, right? Yeah, they fight for whatever. Yeah, and right in the beginning they all sit... And they cannot see the talent. Yeah. And only when they're interested do they turn around and they actually, you know, yeah. they actually see the face to the voice. And all four of the judges turned around. So that's quite impressive. That's, that's, that's a big thing. That's nice, man. They should, you know what I think? I think, uh, maybe, uh, if Nelson Mandela is still alive, oh. he could be a judge there. You know, he yeah. would just turn around and go, well, come to my group. I want you. <laughs> okay, we of course I knew I knew that was gonna come. Like I I could not get past it any anyway, shape or form. Saying. Okay, you've said it and you've said it. Okay, let's move past that. Oh I know. <laughs> Listen, do you think there's a place um yeah. in society for talent shows like this? Do you really think they make a difference? Yeah. You as a talent. I mean, you remember Shallow to Fame? Yeah. Rebecca Malope. I true. Mean, yeah, true, we, we need true. more more shows like that. Um, the the only the only show that I really r- till recently I I, I, re- uh, I was not interested in was Idols, because after that I could not hear more of the guys that won. Yeah, you, you know. Um, but after like I watched it this season, I was like, oh, they're doing Gold Reef City now. You yeah, know? yeah. But we need more that way. We're gonna expose those. Those people like uh Kelly Clarkson, I, I know she was on on something American Idol. Yes, yes definitely. You know, she became like a worldwide sensation. We need to do that too. Like get these guys to go and perform with Pharrell. Yeah, you know, if if we saying that that good, let's invest enough money for them to be with the with the greatest. For you specifically, um as a comedian, you know, yeah. South Africa, we only had like I think one season of So You Think You're Funny. Yes, which was a nice little competition for comedians. Is there enough, are there enough channels or space for co- up and coming comedians to really make their mark on the world? Yeah, I think, I think so. I mean, um, most of the, the, the club gigs that I do, they, they very underground and you find, uh, we find, uh, comedians that are there. It's like people that I don't know most of them. You yeah. Know? And very funny guys. So the, um, the only, the only problem is when you start jumping, when you start being recognized as as a comedian, uh, the only place that you can probably go perform at is is Montreal Park, and now you considered as a as a real comedian. Yeah. You know, if but you, then you've done some pretty impressive things already. You know, you've yeah. performed at the Soweto Comedy Festival, yeah. Soweto International Comedy, yeah. Tembisa Comedy Festival. You've yeah. done some things in Lesotho and Swaziland, ninety nine percent Zulu Comedy Festival. So, do you feel like? You've arrived. No, not yet. Let me just get my first three hundred million. And <laughs> I say I've I've arrived. I'm 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 more of a hard work. I don't consider myself in in being in that standard of being a celebrity yet. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. And uh, 
that I've I've made it. I, I haven't done anything yet. You know, I want to make sure I want to represent South Africa when somebody says Chris Rock is having a show or Jay Boogie's having a show and and Kevin Hart is opening for him. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's 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 when I'm going to say I've made it. You know, I've I've done something or you know just go down and just fill out the dome. Yeah. And people don't even think twice about about coming to my show. You, that's you know? very interesting. Yeah, so that's what I want to do. For you personally, who do you look up to and you're like, you know, one day I hope to be like them or even better than them? Uh, there's there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. I want to be... Um, oh, man. There's a lot of people that inspire me in, uh-huh. in this game. Like, when I look at other comedians, I, I, I wish I could think like them. Yeah. Because um, I never went to school. That's one thing. My, my, my last class was grade six. Okay. You know, okay. so like I, I feel like they have more experience in the way of interacting with people in schools, universities, things like that. Do you mean like the different styles of comedy? Yeah. Like if, yeah, okay. Like if if you if you come to my show, I I will talk about the things that I went through and but they're similar. But I so, do you think, you know, in your case that is what will make you different. And that is what will make people buy tickets for a Jay Boogie comedy festival. So I think, don't beat yourself up yeah. about it. I would personally find that absolutely entertaining. It's just like how Kevin Hart yeah. will talk about his druggy father yeah. and how he embarrassed him growing up. Mm-hmm. I think we shouldn't all try to be carbon copies of each other, but yeah. rather just yeah. embrace who you are yeah. and everything you've been through. And hey, I never looked at it that way. Thanks, Dr. Phil. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that? Thank you, everybody. It's <laughs> Untapped Talent right here on cliffcentral.com with myself, Zia. So I'm very, very excited about playing this next song. His name is Johnny Apple, and he also auditioned for South Africa's Got Talent. And he's been quite an absolute, you know, gem in the South African industry, up and coming, most definitely. And what I love is he's keeping it local. He actually did a cover version of Biesenberg's song, Raphael. So here it goes. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. Cliffcentral.com. Sometimes it feels like heaven And sometimes it feels like hell But you keep on going Until it gets hard to tell And your body moves With the grace of an archangel Like a stroke of Genius from Raphael You lie down on the back seat Undercover Every part of you is aching, but your face is radiant. 
Cause you went right through the pain You wrestled with an angel You waited in the rain St. George and the dragon On a Preston painted plain The sweet upon your forehead It didn't fall in vain It didn't fall in vain Sometimes it feels like heaven And sometimes it feels like hell But you keep on going until it gets hard to tell And your body moves with the grace of an archangel Like a stroke of genius from Raphael Was still like a fresco in a chapel. Nine seven in the fifth oh Saint Sebastian must have been beside you all the way. The greatest match in history, it put them all the shame. For hours and the Rolex could not put you away. You did it for yourself and all the people sing your name. The people sing your name. Sometimes it feels like heaven. Sometimes it feels like hell. But you keep on going until it gets hard to tell and your body moves with the grace of an angel like a stroke of genius from Raphael That's Johnny Apple. My goodness. It's, he's okay. All being like flippin' jealous aside, he's an amazing, amazing talent. He was the winner of, um, South Africa's Got Talent for the fourth season. Real name, Juan. Juan. What do you think? What do you think, Jay Boogie? Juan. Uh, is that a guy? Yes. He's <laughs> from. Yeah. Thank you. So can we have a moment of silence for his, ta- his talent? Oh, God. Just that. Thank you. Um, he won the grand prize of 250,000 rand. So good on him. Do you, do you think we have a market for diverse artists as a whole? Not just comedians now, but just as a whole in South Africa. Yeah, we, we do. But I, but no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> like thinking about it, like, because you, you know what? We, I was having this discussion with someone recently. We are so diverse as people. Yeah. And we have diverse artists, mm-hmm. but our industries are still very small. I think what, what happens is like our, our industries don't, don't interact. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? So you, you won't get, um, um, like a painter with, uh, with, with a rapper together most of the time. So they don't go to the same places. Yeah. So you find a group of people that only do theater, that only go to, to theaters. 
and you only find some people that only go to galleries but we need to you know get that connection so, so are you saying like you'd love to one day just have like swan lake yeah, during I'll, your performance, well, like ballerinas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would love that. I'll catch them. So that's where we're slowly but surely moving yeah. towards. And I think, you know, at the bottom line is art is art. And I know it sounds very highfalutin and all weird to say that, but let's just embrace it and go with it and, and see where it goes. Let's do that. Talking about art. So I'm very, very impressed with our next guest, right? She is 15 years old. Just my age. Oh, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Multiplied a few times Moving on <laughs> Her name is Tama And she's originally from Limpopo in Venda But she moved to the northwest at the age of 8 When she was still doing grade 4 And she grew up, she says she was quite a misfit Okay But um, at the age of 12 she started drawing these designs But she never really made much of it Until she was 14 And she entered a competition for young designers Which she ended up actually winning From there her parents and her friends Started to have you know this little faith in her And her drawings and her craft and so bit by bit she started entering the fashion industry and that is when she says she never really felt wrong or felt out so on the 30th of november she hosted her very first fashion show with her collection called luvimbi designs Mm -hmm. and she started to get booking bookings for fashion events and shows and recently at 15 she showcased her work and craft at the biggest pretoria fashion event ever and now she has plans to shoot a fashion film about mm. young unknown designers but listen need i remind you she's 15 yeah. long. good morning tama tama you're on the line hello how are you i'm good oi this is quite a little shaky line okay can you hear me clearly i can't hear you very clearly but i can hear what you're saying okay can you hear me Okay, you know what? Let's just try and get a better line with Tamane. But this is... At 15, I was eating crayons. Really? Okay, well, you, you know what I mean. <laughs> I was dating. But this is very, very impressive. Like, at that age, did you still have, like, that certain um, determination to get, to go into comedy? No, I, I think uh, at 15, I was... Because uh, we were chosen to go to New York as uh, a basketball team, so... I thought I was going to the NBA. You were always a driven guy, clearly. Yeah. Wow. Oh, by the way, um, Ntabi saying from Benmore ask, is there money in comedy? That's the truth. Would you encourage youngsters to choose it as a career? Yeah, I think they should ask Gary. He pays people a lot of money. What does that mean? You're the comedian. They want to know about comedy. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of money there, but you have to be good looking and light and... Uh, you're like, to go like no, I know. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> I'm kidding. You did That's not just make a Trevor Noah yeah. reference. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, let's try and get Tama again. Tama, are you back? <laughs> Tama, is it a little uh-huh. better? So thank you so much for joining us on Untapped Talent. Listen, you're quite impressive, hey, and I, I think quite impressive is an understatement. When did it go from just sketching and actually saying? I don't care, screw what other people have to say. They might just call me young, but I can actually do it and design a whole collection. I think when I won young designers at school, I was like, what? I can actually do this. Mm, let me try doing it some more. And I gained more support from my friends. But you get those people who are still like, I, I feel like you need to finish school first and mm, then yeah. you can start designing or whatever. Because a lot of people underestimate people, the youth, when you say, yeah. Wow. 
So you've done a lot. <laughs> a lot also is another understatement. But you definitely have future plans. So let's talk about this fashion film that you want to do. Yeah, I want to do a fashion film from for fashion designers. I'm not fashion designers, not David Saleh or Khat, you know, just designers that are not well known. And also just to make a statement that, um, you know, some designers are trying to change as well. Oh yeah, yay! We're losing Tama, hey? And I feel so bad. She's such a good person with a great story. You oh. know what? Let's make sure that we have Tama in studio next week. So that's the fascinating thing, and we'll get the story from her firsthand. But you know, Tama, thank you so much for being on the line, nonetheless. So let's move on. Hey, I have one of my. She's slowly becoming one of my favorite people here. She started off just as an intern here at Cliff Central, but she has so much to say. Always has has a lot on her mind. It's Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Hey there. Let's get very very close to the mic. How are you doing? Good and you. Good. So this is all about untapped talents, and I was just like, you know, let me bring her along. Let's just get talking. And by the way, you went to Idols this past su- Sunday. Yes, I did. So talk about like. And mixing talents from all these different genres. How was that? Well, it was an amazing experience. It was awesome to see it live. Mm-hmm. And what was really awesome was that um, Beatenberg um, performed, which Ooh. is like one of my favorite groups. What song did they perform? Raphael. Okay. Oh, you see, perfect segue. I just like sort of saw this coming then. <laughs> and it was crazy. And it was so awesome to meet the idols, con- yeah. the contestants. And get to know them because you normally just see them on TV. So you don't know who they are as a person and what they're like. And they all seemed really, really down to earth and just awesome people. Huh. So what did you take? Because you came here to intern with us. You're very interested in the industry. Want to one day be on air as well. So what did you, what have you learned about the industry so far? Well, I've learned that it's professional but fun at the same time. Uh-huh. And you get to meet a lot of great people, which I love meeting new people. And just talking is my thing. I love talking and just having fun. So, okay, Jay Boogie, you, you'll be the elder in this situation. You'll yes. pass on your pearls of wisdom. Yes. Did you also find that you had your dream set out, you had your vision, mm-hmm. but then reality gave you a little slap once in a while when yeah. you, you know, got into the industry? What would you have to say for younger people wanting to get into the entertainment industry, be it comedy or on air or a dancer? What's that thing they need to really sustain themselves? Um... I don't know how to say this. Uh, I think most of you guys know that I in art. Like the first time, the first day when you decide that this is what you want, that's when your hustle begins and it never stops. Uh-huh. So if you, if, if the only thing I can say, if you don't think that you can handle it, just leave it alone because you're going to be wasting like after five years, you, your bank account is empty. <laughs> your friends got cars. They, they driving around. You know what I mean? They, but you still on the hustle and yeah. then you think, let me just go back to work. You wasted time. So once you start, it, it's on, you know? So all you just need to do is just keep at it every day. I mean, every day it's a step. For so you, if, for you, Amanda, has, you know, we've all have perceptions of things, you know, has your perception of this industry changed now that you're slowly but surely making your way into it? Well, not at all. Like I, I thought it would be a lot harder than it is, but I just, I find <laughs> you it. You thought it would be a lot harder than it is. <laughs> yes, I did. Hmm. I find it like it's very relaxed. I like that it's a professional job and like you've got to take it seriously, but 
it's just it's just fun at the same time and you just um like it's it doesn't seem like it's really like work it's work <laughs> it doesn't seem like work at all do you think that comes from the fact that you know when you generally genuinely love something yes. you know that's why they say you know do what you love i'm paraphrasing here do what you love yeah. then you'll never have to work another day in your life type of thing you know but i i feel like some people have this complex of Oh yeah, it's very easy. You sit behind a chair in front of a microphone and you just go on talking about anything and mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. but they don't realize the actual work element of it. Don't you exactly. think so? Exactly. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you because there's a lot of, you have to prep a lot for your show and know exactly what you're going to discuss and know what to do as in like controlling and everything. Yeah. And, and for you, Jay Booger, have you also, Realize that. Do you have a lot of people coming up to you saying, I want to be on stage. I want to be a comedian. What do I do? Where do I go? Yeah. And they don't realize there's this yeah, little thing called hard work. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of people. And you know what people do? They will come to do, they will come to, to a comedy show. Yeah. And they see you on stage and they have like about five jokes from, from WeChat or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that somebody wrote there and then they come there like, Comedians know almost every joke that's on, on on the net in in the way because people will send you those jokes. You, know? you see, that's scary to me, and I don't know about you, man. Because here we are, we can talk, and that's fine. But making people laugh is another thing. Yeah. How do you sit at home and go, "All right, so this is my audience, and this is what I'm going to write, and this will make them laugh." Remember, like ultimately, that's it. You know, a, a doctor has it fine. Yeah, they know how many stitches to put so that yeah. the person is fine, or a teacher knows what you know modules to cover so that the person is a little smarter how do you know this is what will make someone laugh i I don't know man it just comes because i can't write like i told you the last class i was in grade six okay so i can't write properly so i'm embarrassed if i write (laughs) people are gonna see you know yeah um, yeah the spelling might be wrong or or the the words are kind of crooked. Okay. So what 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 would happen is like everything that I say it just comes that time. So I just have faith that it's funny. Have you ever been in a situation where you have a lot prepared and then you go on stage you're like ah uh-uh, ah this is not going to work for this crowd. Yeah, you cannot prepare like when you for do it. corporate functions, for yeah. for example, you know when you see them in suits, is yeah. that kind of intimidating? And you think, let's throw um, the Kim Kardashian joke out. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you 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 learn uh, during like uh, this journey that I've been. And one thing that I notice is like people are all like they can wear suits, but they're all kids. Okay, that's you know? that's a different way to look at it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so you you if you start, you know, if you start something, if you say something that's really funny and they remember it since they were kids, yeah, that, that thing just makes them laugh. And but I I can't go with a certain type of material there, okay, because I know those people might be different or something. You know, you cannot prepare yourself for that. You know, for for the reactions. You know, huh. what if they don't laugh to your first joke? Yeah. You know, you have to scratch it now. Your confidence is down. So always start with something that you know it's going to work. And from then, everything just comes to head. Everything just comes to head. I know what to say at that moment. All righty, all righty. Amanda, listen, do you watch a lot of TV? I do. And Especially reality shows. Oh, 
okay, reality like competitions? Well, um, if the escape club counts as a competition, yes, I do definitely. <laughs> She's such a 21st century girl. Such Honey a 21st. Yeah. I watch Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> People, I was trying to find the perfect segue to talk about the X Factor, okay? <laughs> You watch the X Factor too? I do every now and then. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for helping me out there, Jay. Listen, we spoke about um, the voice earlier. Yeah. And so this is now a little clip from X Factor Australia. Her name is Marlisa Bunzalen. All right. So give me your honest opinion about her singing straight after this. But she is performing Titanium. This is very, very recent from one of their live shows. So this is Marlisa with Titanium. Oh, sorry, I just may have overlooked this little, little fact. Marlisa's 15, people. Like... <laughs> really? She's 15 years old. This performance in particular garnered her a standing ovation and high praise from all four judges. I'm, I'm starting to get worried, man. What's up with you and 15-year-olds? No, it's a thing of... It's it's young talent. It's, it's very... <laughs> Something's wrong with you. Uncle Sia! <laughs> no, all I'm saying is I'm just giving them a little pat on the back because when I was 15... Oh, a little pat on the back? No, the, the, and there's nothing involved. What were you doing when you were 15? So listen, we got a message earlier on uh, WeChat J- by JP. He said he's in Sydney, Australia. Yeah. So JP, why don't you send us a message? Do you watch the x Facts and what do you think of Melissa? Are you rooting for her? Because she actually has now made it into the top four. Of the okay. whole competition. So that's very, very awesome. Maybe JP might like to pat on the back. Too. Oh, here he goes. 
can we keep this as a family show? Just maybe, just maybe. You Amanda, started. what do you think? What do you think of, yeah, let's bring it back home. What do you think of Marlisa? I honestly thought it was amazing for someone to sing a song with such hard notes and especially a Sia song and kill it. I honestly think her vocals for the song were amazing. Because she also sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow. That, for me, like, Somewhere Over the Rainbow from, is it The, Wid- the Wizard of Oz? Yes, it's quite I think a, so. Yeah. And that's also a really famous song. Most people sing that. And, like, it's, I'm sure it fitted her voice perfectly. Ay, goodness. So thank you very much to all the WeChat messages coming in, to you in particular, Melissa, as well. I love you, too. Feel like Michael Jackson. I love you too. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Listen, let's get back to the uh, to the matter of age. Yeah, with keeping it kosher. Okay. Do you think there is a reason or a proper justification for different categories? Like, for example, idol, idols you can't enter until you're 16, and X Factor is the one where you can explore all these different ages. Do you really think there should be criteria to talent, or talent is talent? No, I don't think so at all. I think talent is talent. No matter what age you are, if you've got it, you should bring it. Yeah. So I believe any age is perfect because, I mean, you can get a 10-year-old who has the most amazing voice, but yet they can't join idols until they are 16, which is probably good for maturity reasons to see if they could handle the competition. But other than that, I think that if you're younger, then they should create a show for younger talents. Okay. For people who are young and have talent and don't re- like don't qualify for the age rules or the rules in the show. Yeah. What about you, Jay? I think if you have like ten talented kids and they're under ten years. Yeah. And one wins, none of them are gonna grow up disappointed. Shucks. Why don't you just I, have to put a damp on things? Now I feel no, depressed like we're I breaking feel. people's like, hearts. They, you, need to, <laughs> yeah. you need to be in an age where you know what is the competition. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody owes you anything. You need to know. You need to be matured enough to know what's happening. Because uh, a lot of kids, um, I, I used to watch uh, Toddlers and Tierra. I'm yes. sorry for bringing my gayness out. <laughs> but it's cool. I like that. I like it. Okay. You know, but a lot of kids there you see how how devastated they are if they don't win. You know, and and growing up like that it, it's you know, it's not cool. Maybe some kids grow up to be stronger. Yeah. But some you you know they some people metric they kill themselves. Commit suicide because they didn't pass. Yeah. You know, what do you think a 9-year-old is going to do and uh, and probably. especially if you have pressure from your parents, yeah. you become very disappointed, such as in toddlers and tiaras. I feel that those kids do not want to do it. Yeah. I think they are forced by their parents, which is not right, because then they're too scared to disappoint their parents always, which can lead to problems. Okay, so this leads me to wondering, is just having talent enough to be successful? No, no. not at all. You've got mm. to have the maturity, of course, as in you've got to know you're not always going to win and impress people. Yeah. There are going to be haters that yeah. aren't going to be happy with what you do or doubt you or, you know, say mean things. Start are you ready wars. for that, though? You wanting to get into the industry? Well, I know that's what's going to happen in the industry, and I think I can take it. Mm-hmm. I'm quite a Are strong sure? person. So I know if you're prepared for it, I think you've also got to be prepared for it if you want to go into an industry yeah. like that. Yeah. So you've got to know what come, what's going to come your way. I mean, I can't please everyone. Exactly. There's going to be people that are just going to hate Soma or jealousy or, you know, yeah. 
So, yeah. What about you, Jay? What have you learned about like just being yourself and trying to achieve success without minding other people? Um, other people are going to mind you. No. <laughs> so, um, I've, actually, the past weekend, I actually had my first uh, bad newspaper review. And it was just because I kind of dissed this uh, this journalist, yeah, you know, who happened to walk past, and we were—I mean, in my middle of my in the middle of my set, okay. You know, and he ended up. So you're just inspired by anything, yeah. A person walking by, you'll just call them out, any yeah, and everything. Just say something, you know, about the way they walk or something. So he kind of wrote that people were disappointed. You, you know, coming to the show. Yeah. You know, with my jokes, which he was offended because, you know, around 3,000 people were laughing at him. Oh, so, oh, oh, shucks. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I, I like, um, and it kind of hit hard. Yeah. You know, when I read it. And, but after a while, I kind of understood. Anyway, you know, anyway. But what do you do? It's do not you, a real newspaper. You know, at the end of the day, you can say, no, just have t- a thick skin. You can do this. At the end of the day, you are human. Yeah. And that's what I've realized as it well. Hurts. Yeah, it, it, it does. Hurts. And then what do you do with that though? When you really want to carry on, but you just don't have the courage or sometimes, you know, the belief in yourself to carry on. You, you work hard, man. You work hard to prove that person wrong. You, you go all out, you know? And you also need to be like Taylor Swift in her new song and just shake it off. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. You can't just let people. I'm made out of titanium. That 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 (laughs) old girl said that. You know, made out of titanium. Do you you guys? Yeah. So it's almost like natural for you guys to just brush it off and that's it. Because I distinctively, the horrible thing about me is I distinctively remember things people say. You can get a thousand compliments. Yes. But that one little diss, yeah. I'll remember it. You know why you do that? Because you I'm feed human. off it. Yeah, you I f- feed off it. Yeah, you, you want that encouragement of it, you know? Because it hurts. Yeah. And the hurt makes you want to do more. So you want to remember the hurt so that you can do more. So I'm not crazy or You're I don't crazy, need therapy. Man. You're not crazy. Just a bit. No, but okay. Because yeah. I still remember word for word one of like my very first hate mails. It's like that even in comedy. Like you can make um, two hundred people laugh, but there's just that guy that doesn't laugh. You know, so you're working so hard to make them laugh, and you forget about everybody else, and everybody else is not having fun. Again. Does that throw you off though? Because here in the, in the studio, it's different. I know yeah. that I have you two in front of me, yeah. and yes, there may be a person and people yeah. <laughs> listening, yeah. but we can't see them, and that's fine. We can continue with our discussion because yeah. radio is more personal. But with comedy, when you're standing on a stage, when you just said like last weekend, you had three thousand people, yeah. and you have. Those few who aren't laughing or aren't receptive to what yeah. you're saying, does that throw you off? Yeah, it does sometimes, but you know, I, I get to turn back to them again and probably ask them, like, you know, cause you find that it's most older people. You okay. Know, people were really old and you're like, hey, what? You don't understand. There was no comedy in your time. You know, you kind of worried maybe. Yeah. Yeah. The Buddhas are going to come in and take everything <laughs> now. You know, just laugh it off, man. But you know, just. Make a reference of it so that you feel better about it. Yeah. And, you know, just, just stay positive yeah. and almost show an attitude that you don't care you don't what care. people have to say about you. And if you have yeah. support, like 
from great friends and great family, it makes wow. it easier. Hi to my family. Okay. Listening. <laughs> <laughs> and you just gotta, you know, You've got to have a positive energy. And if you do make a mistake, don't try and hide your mistake yeah. or what you've done. Show it. Make a joke out of it. Like, you know, don't let people think, are you oh, sure well, you're they not don't a comedian know. girl. No, I'm sure. You need to come to stage, man. <laughs> well, you know, this is what I find so refreshing about the conversation that we've had here. It's, it's shown the depth and the commitment and the work. That goes into being in the industry. Yeah. You know, people think it's, it's just so easy when they listen or they see on stage and it's like, ah, oh, I could do that too. Yeah. But there's so much more to it. And, and I thank you, Amanda and Jay Boogie for coming in oh, and for enlightening you. me as well and oh, for bringing you. out a whole new side of what it takes to not just be part of untapped talent, but thank what you, you need me. to get through that door and, oh, and you break through and be awesome. for the info. Where do I yes. go for those 15-year-olds again? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. How about we say, where can people like find <laughs> you on Twitter or Facebook? All right. Uh, you can find me um, uh, It's uh, on Twitter. It's at jboogiesa, jboogiesa, mm-hmm. which is J-A-Y-B-O-O-G-I-E. Um, Facebook is uh, jboogie. And if they come to your shows, they can see you, Jay, as in the Jordan basketball player, and you boogie on stage. Yeah. Right? Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, Instagram, uh, jboogie, S-A. That's what it is. And let's share. Let's Thank you fun. so much. And Amanda, you. you'll... You'll be here. I'll be here one day. You'll be here. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so, so much. And thank thank you you for being with us for the whole hour. Right here. Untapped Talent. Until next week. It's been absolutely awesome. My name's Sia. And Sia.